0: Saturday Down South podcast. He is Chris Marlin. I'm Conor O'Gara. Thank you all for being here. Live podcast.
1: Awesome.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, What an awkward set. I feel like we're about to play an acoustic set right now. I left my guitar at home. Just dim the lights. Yeah, I'm going to play Wonderwall for sure. Um, Thank you so much for coming out, guys. We'll say a few things. We're going to bring some people, go over how the night's going to go. Hopefully not poorly. So thank you so much for coming out, first off. Uh, thanks to the College Bowl Hall of Fame for having us yes I don't know if you guys how many people have been to the Hall of Fame before I, didn't, I can't count that um, that's, that's a lot seems like a lot yeah it's, it's, they have everything and so you, you know, your ticket gets you in all weekend which is great um, they have like literally every piece of memorabilia ever besides like a Bama quality win which is oh yeah I'll so go ahead and dig. get out in front of it right so now guys dig. I love it um, I love it no but, but we, again we appreciate you guys coming out uh, what, we, what we're going to do is we'll bring out the, the panelists. We'll do some Q and A uh, for about 15, 20 minutes. After we, we talk to them, we'll do some fourth and wrong, some Amen. stuff like that, and then we'll do uh, an intermission so everybody can get a pee break and, uh, that's and get another drink. You, do, especially, so. you especially, you especially. Yeah, I that. thought we—I didn't know we were going to start right now. This is yeah, not a good. Sorry. not good for me. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So we want to give a shout out real quick to a very special group over here. Uh, if you guys have ever gotten into an argument with anybody on the Facebook group. Yeah, there's definitely more people than that that have, yep, yep. for sure. Um, so our, our pod moderators are here as well, so we really appreciate them coming out. We have uh, Jay Woody, Bobby Burchens, Jenny Bolden. Uh, we have, I'm not going to mention you because you're new, um, and then Joe Morrison. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, it's, it's, it's camp. Um, uh, but no, thank you so much for all the work you guys do. And then, yeah, we'll have questions at the end as well, so that's pretty much it.
0: Y'all excited to be here?
2: Yeah, yeah I love it. We got a lot of different colors
0: too. That, that that's what I like to see. It's not just LSU fans, it's not just Georgia fans. I walked in and saw some Kentucky fans right away. There we go. There we go. Benny Snell, he's coming back. No, sorry. What? I miss him. I miss I miss Snell, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are we're so excited to be here. Really, really honored that you guys all decided to spend your Friday night with us. We've been talking about this for a while.
2: Um Marlar, should we get the fun started? Should yeah, we, we, do we should. Let's do we're it. gonna sing a few songs. The guitar is a home. We six, just, we- seven, eight. No, kidding. You, Let's bring out like the actual let's, celebrities. Let's
0: bring out our guests. All right. So for those of you who don't know, we've got three very, very special people here, uh, a couple of which LSU fans, you guys are going to know pretty well. And then another, if you guys watch Saturday night you see. Too soon. We can't say that. We He's not allowed
2: in town this weekend. It's so whatever. We can't say that.
0: There it is. I feel like uh, I'm like in, about to introduce Michael Jordan or something like that. You're not. Okay. We're not. We're not. <laughs> They're Sandy all great guys. But I'm mean. Six, six out of North Carolina. Yeah. SEC network anchor Peter Burns. There it is.
2: Thanks for being here, PB. If we should have done that intro song. That would have been good.
0: That would have been really good.
2: The, the Bulls intro it song. Adapt
0: everybody up to it wherever, so you, wherever you want. wherever you want, PB. Just don't kick over your beer. That's the one thing I mean, we, honest, we asked. Everyone had you three do beers. Nothing, but yeah, I, we've got our guests good and hydrated tonight. That's, that's not an issue. All right. Standing at... Okay, I should actually know Jacob Hester's dimensions. Does anybody know Jacob Hester? It's weird Hester? when you say dimensions. Yeah. No, I think he's taller than that. I think he's like six foot two twenty. Uh, LSU legend Jacob Hester.
2: Yeah. Seems very comfortable with that, that intro. Yeah.
3: Looks like a boy band member.
2: By the way, in the best, best dress, by the way. Yeah,
0: seriously, look at this guy. He's all swagged out.
3: Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's more of a soul decision guy. Ooh, that sounds like a deep guy. Backstreet or NSYNC? Hey, they don't, both sorry. cleaned up, so it doesn't really matter. That is true. <laughs> All well, right, if you Tom, wanted
2: to hear some boy band deep cut talk tonight, you came to the right spot. Oh, guys.
0: absolutely. I'm here for it. We got a little LFO coming on later, no, I think. No,
2: too much. No. That's too deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way too deep. All right. This guy is actually
0: like 6'4, I think. Tom Hart is really tall. Every don't have time. to do the heights, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to ask about height. That's not an issue with me. <laughs> You hear him on SEC Saturday nights. Tom, how much do you bench? 250. We're going to say 250. Tom benches 250. You guys know him and love him. You see him every Saturday night in the SEC. Tom Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. We've lost Tom. This wasn't part of the bit. Tom's getting a drink. There he is. There he is. (laughs) There he is. Mini heart attack, Tom. Thank you for that. 69 yards. So for those That's of you call who Call back don't know, already. There we go. Yeah. I did not think. I set the over-under at like 20 minutes before that subject came up with Tom. I mean,
2: the fact that you didn't get a flag from SEC officials for saying that is mind-blowing this season. People are so sensitive these days. Don't you get
4: flagged for horns down? Yeah. You do. Yeah. And I can't. Yeah. You got L's a nice rich. letter from Sankey. L's down. Yeah. yeah, I mean what people are crying, it's a rivalry, right? I mean anything goes in a rivalry. That's what that's yeah, what. Yeah, you I get see. an
2: extra second on the clock, anything goes. Anything goes. Oh. <laughs>
3: Marlar, I had like, Marlar, speaking of that, how did that LSU Alabama rivalry game go?
2: Oh, we were in Athens and it was beautiful. It was okay, like, yeah, There's not sure. a better place I could have been. It was, it's, you know, Remember, you, guys, you yeah, asked congrats. for that
5: one second, though. Like, you begged for it. That was,
2: not? no, that's not, you know what, guys, it's too early for me to start doing this. And I'm glad you're all are here, so we'll just wait on that. I'd like to have a little little moment of silence. Get, let's get real.
0: Bama's playoff hopes. <sighs> yeah, four one out for you, huh? I'm Unreal. Pour one out. Alright. That was good. That was good. I appreciate it. Good respect. Guys he told me about that
2: joke in the car and I really, really appreciate every single one of you that didn't laugh. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. That's that's real. Too soon. Way too soon.
0: So we want to talk about, before we kick it to you guys to ask our panel some questions, we want to talk to them first. Just kind of, you know, they have different backgrounds, obviously. For those of you who don't know, I mean, these guys just crush it all week. If you consume SEC content, you see them all over the place. You know, Peter's doing all, all the stuff on Saturday, on, you know, during the week. He's doing radio stuff. Like, he's, he's everywhere. Hester, I swear this guy just, like, does seven hours of radio a day at this yeah. point. Is that fair? Yeah.
5: Five, at least.
0: Five, i yeah, no, seven. You <laughs> yeah. said
5: I was six foot tall, too. I'll take that as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is true.
0: And then Tom over here is like, Tom, you did the Auburn game last night, which ended roughly, what, four hours ago? Yes.
4: Yeah. Quintuple overtime.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. So, uh, first, I want to I start with a, a question for, for PB. So, for those of you who don't know, PB is a,
3: is a, a big
0: LSU fan, big-time LSU Is that fair?
3: Diehard. Port, Die Port Allen, Louisiana, Rays <laughs> – so, other side, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, Father, like everybody in my family went to LSU except for me wow. because I, went, I played college golf and I wasn't good enough to play for LSU. Sick so, great. basically, LSU golf was like, eh, not so much. So we
0: were, we were debating this earlier. What yeah. conference is uh, UTSA in? Hester and I could not when figure it out. Played. When you now, played. When I
3: played, yeah. it was Greg Sankey was the commissioner of it, believe it or not. It, was the, Southland, it was the Southland do Conference that. back in the day, <laughs> and that's where it was. But now it's Conference USA. Okay. And they just actually fired Frank Wilson, who was the old LSU running back coach. So there's a terrible
0: golf UTSA though. golf. Terrible golf
2: Boy coach. bands, Conference USA golf. You're yes. welcome, guys. You guys get your in. money's worth. All right, PB, I got a serious question for you.
0: This guy right here, Jacob Hester, you being a diehard LSU fan, how many times have you watched a game that he has played in and had tears?
3: Tears of joy uh, right. good or not bad. so much, but I will tell you this that you owe me about $40 in fees. And what I mean by that is, I can remember 2007, the Florida game. Of course, I think you remember that. You knew to do media, refresh your memory. <laughs> oh, okay.
5: I don't see any blue and orange in here, or I would no. make you, talk There's not. Me. Yeah, but no
0: Florida fans. <laughs> oh, oh we, got, we got one gator. Yeah, we got, we got okay. two gators. They're go. got three. But all arguing I remember, I let's get, talk about it then. I get so,
3: like, 2007 was such a crazy year, right? And I remember when Les kept going forward on fourth down, I'd have this remote control and I'd always throw it during LSU games. I was so passionate about it. So I put a pillow right next to the television, okay? The third dime he does it, I throw it, hits it right against the pillow. It's perfect. Like, this is like, I have MacGyvered this thing perfectly. <laughs> And sure enough, the last one that you got over the goal line, I chunk it so hard. I thought I hit the pillow. Hits the television. Everything shatters. Shatters one of the windows in my house. And so to this what? day, I thought I was still is an IOU. But hey, it worked. Hey, hold it worked. on a
4: second. You had a forty-dollar television? We're yeah. What so Listen, <laughs> this is two thousand seven. How, How far times, were you away
3: from the pillow? <laughs> times are rough in the Burns household <laughs> That's around two thousand seven. TVs were like more
5: expensive
4: though.
3: <laughs> yes. yes, they weighed more than they cost back then. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> right, forty It <laughs> was tough. No crime, but a lot of lot of smiles. Not so even
5: after uh, Arkansas in '07. Oh, no, that was, but that, that is the only game. time
3: I've told my mother to shut up. And <laughs> I'm <life>. whoa. <laughs> Dang. So I'm adopted, and my mom, this beautiful Cuban little lady. And so for the, that, that game, 2007, number one, LSU versus Arkansas. My dad's like, it's Arkansas. Why don't you take your mom to the game? LSU's not losing. No offense to any Hog fans here. You got any, any Hog fans they, in the they house? They didn't make it no, out. No? That's, a, yeah, that's all right.
0: Okay. They're trying to find their coach right now. Right? <laughs> keep keep <Yeah>. hiding. Keep <laughs> hiding. That's fine. So that's fine.
3: legit, we go to the game. Unbelievable game, triple overtime, Felix Jones, Jared McFadden, Matt Jones, everybody. Who else am I missing on that thing? The uh, Peyton Hillis. Casey Hillis, yeah, Hillis as well. Madden cover guy. Yeah, for KCB, Right. Yeah. Like, so yeah. we're leaving. LSU loses in triple overtime, and my mom turns to me, and she goes, Peter, it's okay. It's just a game. It didn't cost them anything. Where did right. That come from? My mom, this Cuban lady, doesn't watch a whole lot of how, college football. So I'm how, like, wait, how old were you? Uh, I'm a grown-ass man. I should yeah. know okay. better. <laughs> 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 and I go, Mom, Mom shut up, (laughs) just shut up. And I have never told my mom, I mean, even if I'm five years old, never told my mom, shut up. And she just looked at me and she goes, okay. And that was (laughs) it. And we didn't talk the whole rest of the way. Because at that point, there's no way. Like LSU had a chance to go to the national championship. It was lost after that, right? It was absolutely lost. And sure enough, chaos happened and ended up having made it and won won a national championship. And to this day, I've never told my mother, shut up again in my life.
5: There's a West Virginia fan over there that probably hates us. Yeah, yeah. sorry
2: for this, Nate. Yeah. No. And also Georgia, because no offense, guys, Georgia was the best team in the country that year, at the end of the year. 2007. Yeah, uh, if only, if only Missouri, Missouri, Missouri was no in count.
4: play on that final Saturday.
2: Oh, no yeah. son of it a It's always uh, nice when you have two losses have a, and still have get a into crystal, the final game. We have a crystal
5: ball and a ring to prove that Georgia was not the best <laughs> team <laughs> okay. in the country. Set myself year. up for so that. They're pretty that. good. Play Colt Brennan in the Sugar Bowl. Come on.
0: Hester, I got a question for you. You are so believe it or not, all of us we did not quite get to that level. We we could play in the SEC championship. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I freshman year of football, two concussions, I was done. Um, that explains a lot. It does. It really <laughs> does. I've had to do a lot of explaining since then. Uh, so, Hester, you've actually played in this game, the SEC championship, the prep that goes into it, the the adrenaline, what it's like in a win or go home scenario. Tell the people what it's like, kind of just this mindset and why. Yes, it does just mean more.
5: Yeah, we can make the Georgia fans happy again. Uh 05 Georgia just beat the mess out of mm-hmm. us. I mean, 34 to 14, I believe was a score. We were the number 3 team in the country. That was Hurricane Katrina year. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And we got our bye week, I guess the first week of the season. Then we went 13 straight or whatever it was. And but still this game still meant so much and Uh, 07 was completely different. I mean, like you said, we thought we were done. We thought there's no chance we get back in the national championship game scenario. Well, then LaShawn McCoy and Pitt beat West Virginia. And you had uh, Oklahoma and Missouri, obviously. And all these things had to happen. And uh, coming here and winning the SEC, though, not knowing those things were going to happen still was special. Because winning the SEC, in my opinion, is is the hardest thing to do. It's like if you do that – it's almost like winning a national title. And the SEC Championship game has that feel of a national title game to it. It always has. It always will. This is a great weekend, and so many people come to Atlanta for this game. And so the
0: prep work that goes into an SEC Championship game didn't really change from playing Ohio State in the championship. Hester, I love that every time that you're introduced on your show, hanging with Hester, you all should listen to him in, in Baton Rouge, Uh, It says 2007 national champion Jacob Hester. You have him write that in, I assume, right? I mean, you have to if you're a national champ. Like I I said earlier, I would get a
3: face tattoo. What are we gonna say? Uh, San Diego Chargers fullback. No, you gotta you gotta say 2007 national championship. (laughs) There's a lot of truth into that, but uh, <laughs> so my so my
5: boss is like, I've been trying to get my open changed too. It's got like the call from the Florida game. I'm like, can we? Re-? It doesn't sound great that like I have the highlight of myself before my sh- my show's already called Hanging with Hester. I feel like that's already over the top enough. And they you play that. just highlight. call it yourself. So I've been
0: trying to get it changed, but I get overruled all the time. All right, well I, I love it every single time. Okay, it, it, it kind of makes me feel a little bit better. I'm like, ooh, goosebumps talking to a national champ over here. Big fancy guy. <laughs> Thank you, thank it. you. I Appreciate we all it. Love it, Tom. So you on Saturday night. For those of you who don't like have the privilege of watching you, Jordan and Cole, you guys have this great rapport, and you know we joke about it all the time. You guys don't take each other too seriously. What's that been like to watch this connection develop? And please tell us that Jordan Rogers is worth being our in- our internet enemy.
3: Yeah, he does
0: not like you guys. I know. You, Hold on, no, no, internet He bridged the gap. I thought.
2: Ah, uh, it's murky. Yeah. He's no, liked a few, is, a few. Wait a minute, what am I missing
0: here? We so last Tell year I went everything. at him pretty hard because so he, he said Jake Fromm us. was going to be a. He big timed us.
2: Well, yeah. no, before that though, he said Jake Fromm was going to be a uh, a free agent. He was. He wasn't going to be like drafted in the NFL. Georgia fans, like, is that rubbish? Is that rubbish? Can we say that? So I may have said some things on Twitter like I always do, and uh a little bit. Jordan did say that Joe
3: Burrow was the ninth best quarterback in the SEC as oh. well. Too. So you want an uncomfortable like we.
4: We truly love each other. We love to hang out with each other. When you're when you're working with a crew like that, you're on the road for uh, whatever three months, four months a year. So, you, if you don't like each other, it's going to come out on air at some point. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to name any <laughs> names, but there's a few crews out there. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. I get you it. You can Tom. watch oh, it. Yeah. Like, man, they they <laughs> probably don't hang out. Um, Jordan comes to all of his opinions. They're all um, research based. He's not just. Off the cuff, saying I don't like this guy, I don't like that guy, so I'm going to talk trash about Fromm or or Burrow, whomever. Well, he was really harsh on Joe Burrow last year, really harsh. I remember it's to the point where we had a very uncomfortable. This is just behind the scenes, just us in the room.
3: A little right? peel behind yeah. the Two, onion three? here for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's not so, recorded, right? I mean, yeah, like no,
4: this no. is not going to be no, repeated no. anywhere. <laughs> So we went into LSU early in the season, and the LSU folks pulled me aside, and they said, hey, listen, we'd like to make Burrow available to you guys on your your game day, your Friday production meetings, but it might be a little bit uncomfortable. Like, Ooh. what do you think? And I said, listen, I think it'd be great for these two guys to, to talk it out, see each other face-to-face. And so we get in the room, and I usually start the questioning, and I'm kind of, I don't know soft dancing around the, the subject and talking some, about some big picture stuff. And he's obviously not happy to be there. And, <laughs> and Joe – we can curse?
1: Go ahead. Okay. Cover
4: Joe Burroughs, home. he's got some <laughs> to him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's not just a great quarterback, but he's got an attitude, which great quarterbacks need, that he is better than anybody else who's ever played the position, right? And we see that on game day, and it's part of his success. So he's just kind of sitting there like, I can't believe I agreed to come talk <laughs> to these guys. And finally, Cole Kubelik goes – Hey, wait a second. Let's just talk about it. You guys don't like each other. <laughs> Let, let's just be honest with each other. What the hell happened? Where does it stand? And it was cool. Cole broke the ice, and the conversation continued. And and Burrow, and I think this is fascinating given where LSU is now, Burrow said, listen, I, I did not have a great season last year. And I'll admit it, it wasn't up to my standards. I had a crappy year. But there are reasons why I wasn't comfortable in the offense versus now, what we have now. And this was – I think week two of the season, and so that as foreshadowing for what he's accomplished and on the cusp of a Heisman Trophy I think is fascinating background for us to be able to have that time with him and, and learn that. And that doesn't happen unless Cole just kind of – he's a, the dirty <laughs> offensive lineman in the room that just says, hey, let's
0: put it all out on the table for everybody. Okay, i got to ask, the, the call that you had on the Jerry and Ely touchdown, which went a certain number of yards – 69. We all know 69. <laughs> Um, hey, I was the 69th it. draft pick. Yes, what? you were. Nice. We, you, you were. No, 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 yeah. no, no. We said that the first, the first time we ever had you on. I said, I like Jacob Pester, number Jacob. 69 overall draft pick. And I said, and I just left it for you. And you didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, man, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know <laughs> that, that he's supposed to say nice right now. But that's okay. That's okay. So you had that call just in the back pocket. I mean, you were ready for that. That was like you said in your preseason goals. If somebody scores a <laughs> right. touchdown that long. I'm gonna have that. Be honest, you you can tell us. That's
4: fine. I practice all of my ad libs Friday night from <laughs> 10 p.m. to 1 a.m.
2: It's like somewhat believable. I mean,
4: he's just <laughs> so good at it. Would you? I mean, it just kind of came to me. I mean, I, it was great. My guy. I have a statistician, and after every play, he holds up the yardage or he points to the yardage, and I saw the number. And as soon as I said it I thought, Okay, now I'm losing my job.
0: Right. Yeah, like <laughs> yep. that's I've yep. said a lot of things on air, but that's
4: probably can, gonna be Can it.
0: you give uh our for people who don't know what we're talking about, can you give them like a little bit of a, a playback to that call? Is is that fair? Is that, or are you worried I, about getting
3: suspended? Do it yet? in Spanish. Ooh. Yeah. Te Jerry and Ely. 69 nice. Bien. Can't do any better than that. All right, that was pretty good. I, know. Was pretty I grew amazing. up in San Antonio. We used to do that. Really, really it good.
5: Thursday. I've never yeah, heard was, you do that. Gosh,
0: really PB good. has dropped some Spanish notes tonight that I did not <laughs> see <laughs> coming at all. My
3: mom's Cuban. I told you, man. I, got
4: it. I think the secret, if you're going to if you're going to make a joke like that, is it has to be enough under the radar. Like, because I have kids, right? So if I were sitting there watching the game with my kids, it has to be enough under the radar where they don't go, Dad, what? explain that to me. <laughs> what did he oh, no. just say? So if you got it, you got it. If you didn't, no harm, no foul.
2: Yeah. Anybody with kids that was watching it, did they ask? We Any awkward conversations right we
0: had to have? In the clear. No? All right, that's good. Wait, that's I got good. a question.
3: What's the closest you've ever – like, what's the most – in trouble you've been after Ooh. a call. Yes. Is there something that you've had, Tom Hart, in your day? I want to hear all of it, like, from all of you.
2: Yes. On this Are you
4: asking because you know the story? No, no, I seriously don't <laughs> know the story. <laughs> I, was
5: about, yeah. I don't know if I should
2: tell <laughs> this one. Yes.
3: All right, all right. So maybe maybe not that story, and I don't know the story, but maybe, like, give me, like, two levels down. Have you given call to the principal's office? What? I have many times. Oh, I, yeah, I have. Tell the top story.
4: No, you know, the beauty of it is, yeah. um, luckily for me, I mean everything I say, but I will tell people that, oh, I'm talking extemporaneously for three and a half hours. I can't control what comes out of my mouth. <laughs> so, if a boss were to call me up, I'd say, well, yeah, it was a 69-yard touchdown run. I would have said the same thing after a 12-yard touchdown run. <laughs> so, th- I have some plausible deniability there. There's There are a couple... I called minor league baseball for nine years, and I said oh. some stuff on air that, um, <laughs> not purposefully, just because I was in, in. I'm still an idiot, but I was even, I was an inexperienced idiot at the time, and things would come out of my mouth, and for better or for worse, I wouldn't get a phone call because nobody at all was listening. <laughs> there you go. There was there was a, one shut in, and there was a, one elderly couple that yeah. taped all of my calls and would send me the cassette. And so I have some of those, uh, but I, they'll never see the light
3: of day. Thank you, Brock Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show. Wait, what about you, though? Um, yeah, for, well, you said you got in trouble a couple yeah. times. Well, well, I, I'm not allowed, basically, to go back and uh, – I can't really talk to Danny Cannell on Twitter too much. Ooh. That's a real thing. You guys still about this. Is that a penalty? Like Danny. Hey, hold up, hold up. Danny, How many people, don't know, Danny is actually a really nice guy, really cerebral, yeah. but we, sometimes I think, he on, takes, yeah. I think he takes a little bit kind of – low common denominator Twitter shots at people. And so I've been basically told, just be like, listen, don't, don't, it's, it's not worth it. So that's a little bit of it. Um, but then the first year for a couple years ago, sec championship game, I believe they have the Dr. Pepper, you know, halftime talk, chest pass
0: a lot of athletes.
3: And the first year I'm like, I'm not a big, you know, the chest pass, not a big deal. Sam Ponder did the same thing. She's like, if anybody does the chest pass, I'm, you know, I'm going to shame them on national television. Well, then you start doing the, you know, start kind of realizing, well, we're actually a partner with Dr. Yep. Pepper. And then, so I started, you know, I said something about it. And I immediately got a phone call. They're like, that's ah, probably not the best thing to say. And I, saw, I was like, all right, well, let me, you know, I should apologize. And they're like, do you realize how hard it is to throw the whole football thing? So I actually tried to do the Dr. Pepper chess pass thing. It's 900 times easier than it is to actually throw the yes. football. Yeah, so after that, I like completely walked it by. I'm like, if I ever have a chance to win money and do it, I'm doing the chess pass deal. They win so like 60 grand. That, they we win so much money. agree that they could
4: solve this, right? You just move everybody back 10 yep. yards. You make the hole three times as large. You put and a blitz you in half face. to throw it overhand. Yep. Yeah.
5: That's it. Brilliant idea. Hester, what about you? You got any uh, call from the
0: bosses stories?
5: Uh, only once I said uh, bullshit on radio. <laughs> what? All right. Turns Marla, out. you just said that last week, so you guys I heard see, it. We, guy. had,
2: I, we blanked it out. We though. bleeped it out. We're good. It, There's it so was, many words I haven't said. It True. was
5: it was when everybody was predicting LSU to go 6-6 six and six in 2018, and we had a guy who covers Mississippi State football on, and he really had it out for Coach O. Like, he had an agenda. Like, it, his agenda was to just talk bad about Coach O and LSU football, and I pulled the old uh, My Cousin Benny line. Yeah, everything that guy just says is bull- <laughs> well, did you wait for was was well, him? Was he, was he still yeah, on the phone? He was still on the phone, and then we hung up wow. on him. And he is, uh, he is banned from uh, our station. Because he cow. went all in. And look, if you disagree with us on radio or TV, that's fine. We're all going to disagree. We all have different opinions. But if you come on with an agenda and with a purpose, and every question I ask, you find a way to get back to your agenda, then, you know,
3: really the, it makes bad for bad radio.
2: Well, so. and by the way, he was wrong. Yeah. yeah a lot,
3: like by a, a lot. bit, bit. <laughs> We love us some coaches. So, Steph Drewley is who runs everything over at ESPN. And I remember one of the first years I, I filled in for Feinbaum. And I came on air and I said, you know what? I think Alabama's going to go 8-4 and four this year. And I said it. And this was, I I what, remember. three the years ago? I dead. This, so is, this is 2015 oh, or so. Now, mind you, I'm married to an Alabama fan who's in the audience tonight. There, so, wife. Uh, there, there she it is. is. My beautiful wife.
5: Hello. Roll tie, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm not saying that. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Sorry. I thought somebody was going to finish it for me. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> she will beat
5: your ass. <laughs> I've hey, right. known Lauren for a long time. It's been a long time since I can actually talk trash to her. Just let know. That, that is true.
3: That is true. Yes. So I said, eight, I, I, th- I thought they were going to go eight and four, and I just got absolutely ripped. But it made a lot of headlines, which is not necessarily. Good or bad in our in our industry. So I remember vividly somebody pulling me off air after the show, and they're like, "I need to talk to you." I'm like, "Okay." And they're like, "Did you say they were going to go eight and four because you're trying to make a splash? You're hosting Fine Bomb, You want there to be headlines?" And I was like, "Honestly, no." I was like, "Here's why they lost all these players. They lost the coaching staff. This is before. This is 2015. Before you realize it, really doesn't matter for Alabama. It's just year. that damn good." And they said, "Here's the deal. I don't care what you say on air as long as." If that person is in the room, whether it's Sabin or any or any coach, and you can look them in the eye and tell say the same exact thing, then it's fair game. And I thought that was interesting from us, from broadcaster standpoint, to be like Mississippi State guy. He had it out for O. He would right. probably never say that in front of O. He was just trying to make a That'd point. Be
2: terrifying. But I think in our oh, industry, yeah. you're making eye contact with him. Oh yeah. no!
3: But in our industry, they they at least uh, to our credit, to my bosses, they'll say, I don't care what you say on air. We're not slanted one way or another. If you feel like you'd be comfortable if that person overheard your conversation and you could say it, then you, you got no problem saying it. Can't argue with that. Yeah.
0: We do that all the time. Except we, I, sometimes I'll just say stuff to get under my skin a little bit. Yeah, just because I know I can. He's so sensitive. He yeah, is. but we all knew that going in. Right? <laughs> it's a That's tough fair. time. Yeah. Do we want to do? Uh, let's do some uh, some questions for our panel here from the audience. Yeah. If, if if you guys have any questions for these three guys right here, PB's got to head out in a little bit here. He's got PB's got a, got a date tonight. You got a date tonight. I I don't do. know My anymore. beautiful
3: wife. We just had our second child, and I have not had an opportunity to take her out. Yeah. Yes. So congratulations to the goat wife. Congratulations. And to LSU beating Alabama.
2: For once in the last. Wow, so that was I a gotcha. swift
3: middle
0: finger there. I, that was <laughs> <a cool. laughs> yeah, how's it? You got one down in front. It's like a press conference. We got a microphone it. and everything. Yeah. Uh Please it. state your name and,
4: yeah. what, and where you're <laughs> from. Location,
2: height. Definitely yeah. do the height thing. Yeah.
0: Jacob. Your yes. name's Jacob too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your
3: name, man? Chris. Chris Gaines. Chris. Yo,
0: Chris. jacob
1: Chris. Uh,
5: jacob. What is your best less modest moment? Great question. That is a very good question. And, and look, I played for Coach Saban and then went to Coach Miles, and, boy, mm. that's a big difference there for sure. <laughs> oh uh, but Coach Miles was great to me. And if you all don't know, I actually named my fourth son uh, after Coach Miles. His name is uh, Memphis Miles. Uh, he meant a lot to me. He was a father figure to me. But uh, the Florida game, to me, everybody wants to talk about the fourth downs and all those things. But for me, it's, a coach had that much faith in us five times to send us out there on fourth down that's his job that's how he feeds his family is with that job and he never blinked there was moments in that game he could have kicked a field goal we had an all sec kicker that year but he was going for the win and it was the faith that he had in us and so i can remember being in that huddle and him just talking about hey guys i know you're going to get it i have no doubt you're going to get it. i'm going to call every fourth down we have i'm calling y'all's number and it was the same play too which is the funny part is literally <laughs> – you can make a lot of jokes yeah. everybody else who's playbook, yep. but it was the <laughs> same play every time. Florida knew it was coming. and, and What was the play call? Uh, it was load power. It was a load power – sounds celebrated. like a Les Miles play call. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Double I mean, load power this year. Coach, <laughs> are going load power left or load power right? I think they're running much
4: load power this year. They're not – yeah.
5: Do they even run power at all? But, look, it's so funny because in the last play – and PB's heard me tell this story before – Matt Flynn didn't call a play on the last, on the touchdown run. He didn't call a play. And we ran that play a couple times. Like I said, he gets in the huddle. He's like, hey, you know what it is, line up and score. Which was crazy because we had movement on that play. Like a tight end was in motion. But we had a really good group and we ran the play enough that we knew exactly what it was. And when you're an offensive player and you're running a play and the defense knows what it is and they can't stop it, it's like the ultimate feeling.
0: Yes, sir. I remember we watched it back for we did. It just meant more uh, not too long ago. And I watched it back and watching that fourth down play. I thought you died. I really did. <laughs> I was like, we just lost Hester. That's it. I, like I've talked to him recently. Totally worth it. Hey, right, yeah. yeah. If I could die in one place, it'd be in that south end zone. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You would have been. Oh my gosh. Think about the the legend that you would have been if you had died on the field. Well, we don't have to <laughs> think about that. That's a lot. All right. A, 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 All right
2: my bad, my bad. That was my friend's twenty first birthday, so I actually did almost die that night. So there's Ooh. there's that. Uh, uh, who has another question?
5: Man, as a, as an audience, man, you, you've given us at
0: least 10, 15 years of. Just pure enjoyment of that play and everything that's followed afterwards.
5: So, we really, really appreciate you, and we celebrate you more than you know. I appreciate that. Cheers, Cheers. Well, well said. said. I appreciate that. Well said. Thank
2: you. You're, you get you next.
4: Hi, my name is Kyle. I live here in Atlanta with my wife. Nice. And uh, I wanted to get y'all's opinion on Mike Bobo. Uh, the Georgia fan base is very split on him from my experience. Oh, yeah. Uh, I met one of my closest friends on the, when I was in the Navy on the ship, and the first thing we bonded over was Georgia and his hate of Bobo and my <laughs> love uh, of oh, Bobo. He has since come around after we had Brian Schottenheimer after that season. But Bobo recently uh, left Colorado State, and there's some interest. Maybe he's going to go to South Carolina, maybe come back to Georgia. I personally would love him to come back, at least coach quarterbacks, but uh, maybe help with the play calling. I just want to get y'all's opinion on what you think of that, that idea that maybe Bobo come back. Help us out on offense because yeah. clearly the offense has been lacking this year. But
3: I just like the paying. fact that Colorado State's whole game plan is like we're going to hire an SEC coordinator and then hopefully they do well enough that someone hires them back and we get the buyout money. Yes. Like, that's what Colorado does. Like sometimes it works with Jim McElwain, yeah, like and sometimes it doesn't work that's with Mike Barbo. Um, I mean I, I don't know. Tom, you get a chance to talk to more of these guys. I mean, as far as from an offensive standpoint, is Georgia's offense? that bad is it truly that bad going into this game well or they need a guy like Bobo to come out there and, and help them out it's hard to uh, be complimentary
4: of Georgia's offense in this game considering who they're going against and the offense that they're opposite so it's really hard to put them both side by side and say hey Georgia's got a good offense we, the coordinators we talk to week in and week out rave about Jake Fromm and his mindfulness at the line of scrimmage and ability to get Georgia in and out of place. Uh, I don't think it's a coordinator issue with Georgia right now. I think it's a talent issue. It's a personnel issue. Um, everybody at the beginning of the season said, well, they don't have the wide receivers to be able to stretch the defense stretch the offense. They haven't had them uh, since last year, and this is going to be an issue. I thought after spending the spring there and being around him a little bit that these guys were going to step up. That's a real concern, obviously, tomorrow, especially the first half. It's been an issue all season, I don't think LSU is the kind of defense, and Jacob can speak to this, where you have to rely on your tight ends in that matchup to try and get you yardage. And it seems like that's where the most reliability has been. Now, as far as bringing a guy back into this conference – I think there's great value in bringing someone back if they want to be there who's been a head coach, right, that had success in this league to varying degrees, depending on what your opinion was at the time, uh, but who knows the system, who knows the organization, who knows recruiting. That's huge. And that's, that's I think, where Georgia is a tick behind going into this game tomorrow.
0: That was the most serious Tom Hart answer yeah, what the we've hell yeah. had. That nice. nice. I was waiting. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There's the punchline. By the way, real
3: quick, just to add on that so, Gene Chiswick, who I think is our has best hung friend, the moon. The best. unbelievable uh, uh, of the uh, information we get each and every week from him, um, he, he brought up a, game, a great point about James Coley and said it's one thing about being in a, uh, um, you know offensive beating room and knowing the offense, being a part of it, it's a whole nother thing to call plays. And he says, that's one of the things when Jim Chaney left to Tennessee, he goes, with Coley, it was so different because now he's the guy. And Chizik told me this on the way over to the the stadium today. He goes, what I would do when I was coaching is for the last 20 plays of every period during the spring game, I would have – or spring practices, I would have a position coach call plays as if they were the D.C. or they were the O.C. And he goes, they were scared shitless. They had no idea because they said – it's amazing about how hard it is. It's one thing to be in those meeting rooms, but to actually get into the flow of what Matt Canada was calling, or now the relationship between Joe Brady and Steve Insminger. Brady's great as a concept guy, but it seems like Insminger is the guy who actually calls the plays, and that's a whole that's a whole different. It's scope. a cr- it's a craft. Like you have yeah. to have that craft, and you can
5: build that craft. It's not like you're born with it or you're not, but. It's something you have to learn, and you have to have a feel for it. And even if you're one of the best offensive minds out there, and look, I love James Coley. James Coley was a, a GA at LSU when I first started there. Actually, the GAs were Damian Craig and, and James Coley, uh, some pretty oh, good wow. GAs there. But it's all about, like, having those repetitions of calling the plays in those moments, too. Like, you might have the best ball plays that, that have ever existed on a sheet but it's when do I call these plays? And that's something that it just takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time and it takes a feel. Like, Steve insminger has been doing it forever. He's been an O.C. at A&M, at Clemson, at some of the biggest programs at Auburn. He's been at some of the biggest programs there is. And, look, sometimes it's works, sometimes it hasn't. And it's just a great feel for him at LSU. Right. And so uh, James Coley, I, I don't necessarily think it's a coordinator problem. I, I kind of agree more with Tom that they're a little bit handcuffed. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, going into tomorrow's game, when you look at the receiver room, I mean, it, it's very thin. Now it's going to get better because they recruit at a very high clip. But their best option is probably throwing the ball to two running backs tomorrow. And that's because right now they don't have the Jimmys and Joes to go with the X's and O's.
4: And I'll just throw one more counter to that um, as far as. Being the coordinator, being on an island, where you go from making suggestions to making decisions. That's, yeah. a, that's a huge difference. Um, there's no security blanket for Coley, right? If you're the defensive coordinator, you've got Kirby Smart yeah. in your pocket every play. And that's how they run their practice, with Kirby right next to him. That's how they are in the game, with Kirby making suggestions to him, with Kirby egging him on. Uh, Coley doesn't have that next to him. Can you, can you
0: guys tell that they know football? I mean, I, that was that was crazy. I just made that, most of that up. All right, that was good. <laughs> Convince me. Fake it till you make it. Do we want to do? Let's do two minute drill with PB. I and didn't then prepare for that. That's fine. So we have, we're doing a two minute Nor drill. Nor did I. Fly. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You got to get out of here, right? I do. I, I do. Eight, yeah. So
2: it. let's give it up for PB. First off, yeah, thanks for coming out, man. Thank you for being uh, here. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you get to work tomorrow, right? Uh, do, yes, if I still have any voice after tonight. So, yeah. if you're going to be at the actual game or you're going down to fanfare or whatever, you're going to be set up.
3: Well, so, we're over there right on the SEC Nation set. So, we'll be asking. What should I ask? I actually ask you two oh minute boy. drill and I'll start it. Yeah, that, that would what be a good I, I have to have um, pregame yeah. with Kirby and Coach L. I've got to ask him questions. What do you want me to ask him? Oh, God.
2: Kirby, stop. Like, how often do you cut your hair? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's his who's um, barber? <laughs>
3: I'm going to lead with that. Yeah, just, you know, it's an oh, icebreaker. Just break the iceberg. You bit, yeah. got a good trim,
2: coach. Yes, I know how to be a professional journalist, so uh, definitely say that. And, uh, coach O, I, I would, I don't even, I don't know. Gumbo or Jumbo? Gumbo, yep. That's okay. a good idea. There's Gumbo no way you'd understand idea. that, right? Duly noted. There's no way you'd understand that. You know what I'd like to know? I'd like to know what his first play call is going to be tomorrow. Oh. Uh, yeah, because you know he knows, and you know he's going to be aggressive as, sorry, my d- Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Five-wide load power. Wouldn't that be great
3: if they loaded, like, two tight ends? Oh. Just do the toss oh, dive man. that
2: Miles
0: did I'd for years? I'd love a good toss dive. We'll just to that. kind of troll everybody? You, you get a camera good. of, like, Hester. They do, like, a little, like, picture-in-picture picture with Hester, and Hester's just, like, giddy. He's, like, ready to go. You like, talk about power. PB
5: crying
2: here in shoe games? I'd be just full of yep. tears if they did yeah. <laughs> You could ask Coach O, do you think the only reason they're going to they finish undefeated is because they didn't play South Carolina? I think Ooh. that's a fair question. That was, oh. that's, where, that's where we crossed the line? Oh. <laughs> too soon.
0: soon. Too soon. Well, PB, we appreciate you being here. It um, means a lot to us. We know you've got a very busy weekend. Enjoy the rest of your night, and I'm sure we'll talk very, very soon, my friend.
3: Thank yeah. you, boys. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. you do great work as well, Thank too. Yeah.
2: Take the beer to go if you want. Should I slide hey, down? I don't know what to do now. It's awkward. Thanks, yeah. Okay. Like, do you right, scoot like down? Right now? Do you stay where you're at? Uh, you know what? Let's just—that's fine. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm gonna yeah, scoot it up. over. <laughs> you can scoot over. You're good. We're
0: all family here. If anybody's got any questions for for yeah. Hester, for Tom, Will, we got a couple in the behind you. By the way, before you speak, I need everybody to know you do the world's best shaggy oh attention. my god guys oh, thank you my it's goodness. incredible thank you uh, chris? just we won't replay. do that tonight but
2: whoa, 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 whoa. well maybe we'll see where the
4: night goes we'll see where the night goes uh, it's really good. uh chris this Gordy here incredible. for sports talk 790 um <laughs> this is true because you actually they are, are. That that it yeah it's true so the podcast got kind of awkward this week as you guys both brought up your uh proposal stories of how you got engaged i would like jake to tell us a story of how he got engaged in the cesspool known as Arkansas.
5: Oh, that's (laughs) – wow. (laughs) Again, no Arkansas fans here. He's he's allowed to say it. And so, LSU used to play um, Arkansas in War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock, Arkansas, right? I actually got engaged in my junior season, and I had it all planned out. And my wife, her only request was, I want all of my family there, and I want your family there. I want to be a big moment. Well, really, it started to get into the season – tiger stadium you can't really get 24 tickets like (laughs) not a lot of people are giving 24 tickets away but to war memorial in arkansas like hey yeah here's my tickets here's six of them go take them whatever and so that was the only game i was going to get everybody at the at the venue there and arkansas was actually pretty good that year they went to the sec championship game that year we actually went Mm -hmm. to the sugar bowl that year now we won the game that was the thing so my dad was so worried that i wasn't going to be focused right he had the engagement uh, ring with him he's like Telling me he didn't have it, but he had it because he wanted me to, like, stay focused on the game. I'm like, Dad, It actually, like, made me more nervous that you didn't have the engagement ring. But, yeah, we're at War Memorial Stadium, and if we lose, by the way, I'm not going to do it. There's no way you can (laughs) ask your – you can't ask your wife, I mean, to to marry you if you lose a game. And, look, they're like, again, they were good. They are Darren McFadden and all those guys. But we end up winning a very close game, and – I'm outside of War Memorial Stadium, and my teammates are doing, like, the worst job ever of keeping it quiet, <laughs> right? I mean, I can Charles Scott, the running backs like, hanging on the bus, like, trying to peek out, trying to see. And thank goodness she didn't uh, have any idea. And I, I lied to her. I had, like, a tiger stuffed animal, and I had it, you know, written on the back. I was like, hey, they were throwing these out during the game and threw it to her, and she read it. And I got um, engaged right outside of War Memorial Stadium, a place I'll never wow. go back again in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was good.
0: Eight kids later. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, have, you are getting have to Philip Rivers' children. category. Like so that dude, is, you're getting uh, close.
2: Yeah, so
5: Philip Rivers was my mentor. He's got nine, so I had to at least have four Keep like up, I man. have. What I mean, you're saying is you're half the man Philip Rivers is. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of money.
1: He had a lot.
5: <laughs> got to sign $200 million contracts, man. You don't wear bolo neckties, though. That's a plus. Dude, that's, how, that's how good is doing. the bolo neckties, though? Oh, we don't agree on that. The bolo neckties
0: are fantastic. <laughs> it's good luck. I can't pull it off. I mean, we got another okay. one? I really want to go buy a bolo now. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? Kansas City's got the best. I Jer- have some shoes Jared Allen and some turquoise at home, okay. so Noted. we're good.
3: Hey, I'm Sarthik Sharma. Um, we got a question. First, shout out to Jacob Hester.
4: Used to love watching you beat people down. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, appreciate it. But my question's for Tom Hart. Little peel behind the onion on announcing. Go. If you could uh, kind of tell us... What it's like prepping for the art and science of announcing. And if you ever watch other announcers, you're yeah. like, I could do this better.
5: <laughs> tell us names. Yeah. Yeah. Us names.
4: <laughs> tell you what I think about this dude. Um, well, it's funny you ask that question. Like, you have to have some confidence in what you're doing in any performance. But it it only came up a few years ago. My contract was up, and there was some concern. In a house, so you start questioning, hey, we're going to get a new deal. What's going to happen next? And I happen to have a game on. I just watch games nonstop. I work from home. I have games on as I'm prepping, as I'm working on my charts and stuff. And uh, there's some guy calling some game, and he was terrible. And my wife walks in the room. She says, what is this? And I said, I'm watching such and such a game. Get ready. Gary Danielson, you can say it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she goes, Hey. I I am sorry if I was questioning you. Like you obviously are gonna have a job for a long time if they're paying guys like this. So we got that going for us. Go. Yeah, we hold on, we gotta know who it is. Like, yeah, I think you you to say it. Jordan everybody, Rogers yeah. knew it.
1: Many um, names.
4: Without without boring everybody in the room, the the prep that goes into it in terms of you know, usually on the flight home on Sunday morning where you going over what happened the night before. We already generally know who our next teams are going to be. And even so much that we might talk to coaches because it's just one conference that we cover about those teams, just as for background. Um, and then the entire week, in addition to phone calls and setting up travel and setting up meetings, it's watching as many games as I can of that team that played, Um, reading as many articles as I can to learn background if I don't already know it, and then following up with people I know. But the real value comes, we're talking about, you know, our meetings with Joe Burrow. The real value comes on Friday when we get to sit down with both coordinators, the head coach, a player, two, three, however many we can grab, and then you can go into detail about some of the stories that we know, and hopefully that adds to the color that night on Saturday night.
5: I'll give Tom a lot of credit. That's the hardest thing to do, in my opinion, in our profession, to be a play-by-play guy. There's so much movement. So many things happen. And these coaches, a lot of times, are closed off. I mean, they're a little closed off. They want to keep everything close to their vest, right? So they don't give you maybe the true backup or who could come in in this situation or who's suspended but nicked, right? You you just never know who – who that could be, and there's so much movement. I give those guys credit, man, because they're always ready to go. I mean, they pronounce a lot of very difficult yeah, names, which names I would struggle really with. Hard. I mean, they just roll them. I mean, come on, Tua to tonga how many times like, did you have to practice that in the mirror? Because I know I had to do it at least 30. I got so mad. Missouri's tied in.
2: is oh,
4: an NFL yeah. prospect. Say it out loud for us. Don't even. Well, well, this is what I'm getting at. So, when he first burst onto the scene, I had it down, and his first touchdown, I nailed it. It's Albert Okwabunom. And then this God offseason, now hold on, this offseason, they changed it. And I said, wait a second, it's not Okuebuna? No, it's Okuebuna. That can't be right. Garantano. That can't yeah, be right. that got a lot yeah, of people It's the right Garantano now. thing
0: all over again. Like, we're not going to learn I this did, all the time. that's all of a one on. syllable.
4: I mean, this guy changed <laughs> yeah, every. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I said, we're just going to throw away everything I said in 2018 right. <laughs> about the guy? So it, it all comes full circle. Um, and now I'm settling into Missouri depression about where we are right now and the hiring process and everything that's going wrong in
2: Columbia. So well, to, it'll I get better or it won't. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> so we, we got time for about two more. Then we're gonna get your predictions because I know you guys got a, a busy schedule. So um, okay, yeah.
3: I'll ask a question. I gotta ask a Kentucky question. There we go. Um, and specifically, mostly for Tom Hart. <laughs> he's uh, like the mayor. He's of Mister Kentucky. Yeah. Thinking about running. Yeah. Yeah. He'd win a landslide. Uh, but. I just want to know, because I know we're here for the SEC Championship, LSU, Georgia. But, Kentucky, we had a pretty good year. We're pretty proud of what happened. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on Lynn Bowden and if he's going to win the Paul Horn Award. Well, he better. If he um, doesn't,
4: there's something wrong.
3: And my other question is, when are you going to move to Lexington and run for mayor? <laughs> yes. yes. It's a real thing.
4: We, uh, yeah. we have an exploratory man. committee. I have, I have not accepted <laughs> any campaign finance funds at this point, but we're thinking about it. <laughs> Limbo had, kidding, had, though, had one of the most amazing seasons I can remember. I mean, the fact that he only had seven games under his belt and he was able to put up the numbers that he did. And, and I asked Missouri about this because we had them after Kentucky one at home against Missouri. And I said, was it – actually, I take it back. We asked Eddie Grant after the Missouri game. I said, how are you guys having so much success when everybody in the building knows what you're going to run? And Eddie's very humble. I think he's a great offensive coordinator. He said, well, you know, we're just kind of – we know what the numbers are and we're moving some pieces here and there. Lynn Bowden should be appreciated not just for what he's accomplished on the field but for being a team player and think about being a great high school quarterback – When he got to campus, he had to forget everything that he learned about being a quarterback and just go be a wide receiver only. And then on a dime to switch that and to be so effective and be a great team leader, um, he was. this season has been one of the most enjoyable watching him. And I can't think of another player that has changed positions and been so wildly successful at it. And you guys should be proud. I mean, the Citrus Bowl win last year and that year was amazing. I I didn't sure that would ever be replicated because of the type of team that was. And um, they essentially did it again. I mean, not to that extent, but, um, and it's a great, you know, I talk to the Missouri guys that are in on the decision making process all the time. And I say, look at what Mark Stoops was given the time to build, and look what he was able to accomplish with support, and you should be proud.
0: Put your money in this bank. Is, is it crazier
5: to say, it. to say that Mark Stoops maybe did a better job coaching this year than no, he did last year? He definitely did. I mean, the job that he's done this year is amazing. Yeah. I mean, to play a receiver at quarterback and have success, I mean, in every guy that they lost, I mean, I think Mark Stoops should get a lot of love for Coach of the Year.
2: No doubt. Bad. No doubt. Agreed. Now we have time for one more, and then we'll, we'll get these uh, guys out of here. And we have intermission, and we'll come back. Make it a good one, Jesse.
6: Ooh, all the pressure. Um, I'm Jesse. Um, Hi, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. So, if the game comes down to a close game tomorrow, Georgia's defense steps up, how important is it that Georgia has Rodrigo, and is this the year he finally wins Lalu Lou Groza?
1: Ooh. Ooh.
5: Look, he, he's been in uh, college for, I think, 17 years. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, he's, he's, Hunter, he's a veteran. With glasses. No, Look, he's a great kicker. That's such a great weapon. And uh, LSU fans can remember Cole Tracy last year, and he won LSU a lot of games last year. So, when you have that advantage at kicker, and LSU has a good kicker, but he's a true freshman. So, you would think if there's a big kick in the game that the veteran could step up and make that one. And so, special teams plays a factor in a game like this. And, like I said, he, he's played so many games and has so many big moments. And, I, look, I know he had one bad game against South Carolina, but he shouldn't be graded on that for all the great things he's done. So if it comes down to a close game, a close kick, you always like to have an older player who's done it before.
4: I think to add to that question, and, and I'll tee Jacob up on this, If if George is able to keep it a close game, how are they going
5: to do it? You got to replicate what you did against Florida. You were – Very, very good on third down. Florida could not get back on the field because you converted all of those third downs, right? And you controlled the pace of the game as well. Now, that was a game that Cager went off. We all know that, right? He won't be in this contest. And so that's the worry if you're a Georgia fan, which receiver can step up and do what he did in that game. Because when you look at what they did on third down, I mean, Jake Fromm was so good. He was at his best in that game in my opinion, because the last four games he's been under 48.5%. And so you want to go back to that game plan if you're Georgia. Okay, what do we do against a really good Florida defense with really good defensive backs? I mean, they might have the best group of defensive backs in the conference, and they had a lot of success throwing the football. And so you've got to try to replicate that. And I know it's hard to replicate. I believe they're, what, 9 of 12 on third down. It's hard to replicate that. But you've got to come in with that game plan and say, you know what, we're going to dictate this pace, not the other way around.
2: I'm going to tell you right now – uh, just from my own uh, point of view, you don't want it to come down to a field goal. That's that's the you know from experience. Yeah. Yep, yep. You just trust me, you don't want that. Um, we're, we're, so, well, you know, we're not gonna get it. Yeah, you know what, guys, um, we don't have an extra second because we're not Gus on, But uh, so we're gonna take a quick break after we ask this one question, uh, and then we'll keep the the Q and A going. But prediction for tomorrow?
5: I'll let you start this one. <laughs>
4: I, I'm, let me just preface this by saying I really respect the job that Kirby has done. Oh. <laughs> and, and I,
5: Tom, I think that
4: Georgia is uniquely positioned to have long-term success based on the coaching staff that they have there that they're now in the recruiting, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I, nobody's stopping this LSU offense. And, and they have this – I was just at the football complex this week. They have this certain aura over there, and it's it's equal parts ego and confidence, and equal and another part of a chip on the shoulder that you don't believe we can do it, and that's a really unique combination. So I, I'm surprised the line was up six and a half, seven. Yep. Yeah, it came back down. Yeah, if anybody's gambling, um, if yeah, if you're interested in such a thing, um, I just I feel like I, I I hate saying a a program is a team of destiny. Um, but I feel like everything LSU has put together right now, I don't, I don't see how Georgia can get in their way unless Georgia can absolutely control the clock in the first half and somehow keep LSU off the scoreboard in the first quarter, and that's really hard to
5: do. All right, so obviously I, I'm going to be the guy and I'm going to get accused for being a homer because I played at LSU. And I'll, I'll, Look, I'll try to take my purple and gold glasses off because I do – cover all 14 teams for serious xm but and, and georgia beat the snot on me twice by the way i was 0 two so you can take that god it was it was really bad david Green's still completing passes against us but um we, when you look at the georgia defense I, I do think you have to give them the respect they're a really good unit and they play with such good chemistry which i appreciate there's not really a star and i mean that in a positive manner they go out there and they play really well together But the the best offense they've played this year is Arkansas State, statistically. They're 44th in the country, Arkansas State. This LSU offense is number two in the country. And when you have Joe Burrow back there, that's kind of the difference maker. And do they slow him down? I do think they slow him down. But I don't know if they stop him. I can see the game being 31-20. LSU. I do think Georgia will have a little bit more success offensively than people are giving them credit for because I think they are going to have a game plan. DeAndre Swift, maybe you motion him out, maybe you get him the ball in space on a bubble screen, something. I think they have to in the first half. Eli Wolf's the next factor in this game too. That's a guy, if you're Georgia, you have to target. So I do think that Georgia has more offensive success, but I think, man – when you look at LSU, I mean, Jamar Chase is going to win the Blitnikoff. I mean, Clyde edwards helaire has had his biggest moments in the biggest games, Auburn, Alabama, Florida, and he's been so good in big moments. And so, I do think LSU will get enough points to win the game. So, like, 31 to 20 feels right for
0: me. Covering the yeah, spread. Convenient. I like, convenient. That. I like yeah. that. There you go. Atlanta I can't bet LSU, so I don't know this what you're is talking true. about. This is true. Let's give our, our guests a yeah. round of applause Thanks here. So much, Thanks for having
5: us. Yeah, thank you all.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you for being here.
5: Yeah. Oh. By the way, if Georgia wins, my profile picture on Twitter has to be Randy McMichael in a Georgia uniform <laughs> for a week. So I really don't want to do that, Georgia there fans. Like I, I just really don't want to do that. But, but if LSU wins, he's got to have a picture of me on his Twitter profile oh, nice. for a week. So that's
2: Connor's right now, so that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> whatever. I'm okay. With yeah, yeah it's yeah. okay. Somebody give her a microphone. More.
0: <laughs> We're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We are, we are going to be coming back. We're going to do a quick intermission. Anybody's got to go to the bathroom. You got to get another drink. Last call's whatever. at 9. Just, yeah. Just in so I'm uh, just saying, you Go. Yeah, yeah, go. fill checking it up. out. But thank you to, to our guests for coming. Quick intermission. We'll be back in five minutes, all right? Welcome back.
2: <laughs> there it is. That was a good um, little cue. Yeah, thank you guys so much again. That was, that was great. That was a lot of fun. That was
0: so much fun. Yeah. They're really funny. Like, I, I forget that every once in a while. Really, really it's got uncomfortable
2: control when uh, I said that comment about Georgia being the best team in the country in 2007. And then uh, I forgot there was a national champion from another team Yeah. sitting two seats down, which was not my best move.
6: We'll
2: it like there it there is. There you go. That's, there we you know go. what? Let's open the floor
0: for that. Uh, that <laughs> I feel bad because I feel like Georgia, like everybody's pointed out, you know, the offense. And it, it's, you know, it's a topic worth discussing. You look at LSU's offense compared to Georgia's offense night and day. But I wanna give George a little bit of love right now because I thought we were doing a Q and A. Oh, we're going to, but I needed to say this and I don't know if everybody knows this, but Uga is my single favorite mascot in sports. I love Mike the Tiger as well. Nothing but love, but I have got an affinity for Bulldogs and I need the world to know it. And we missed I, the
2: third quarter of the Bam L S U game. So we could go meet Ugga, and he wasn't on the field. That's neither here nor there. But I stole a puppy from in Athens. I was like, this is Ugga. Let's go. Let's go. Let's it was go.
0: Like uh, Meet the Parents, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. like jinx with Jinxie. Jinxie the cat.
2: <laughs> um, no, but I,
0: I, I seriously, like, thank you, everybody, for, for being here. And it, it really means a lot, whether you're a fan of Georgia, whether you're a fan of LSU. I should the mics. Kentucky. Still amazed. Very impressed. Do we want to open up for Q&A? Do you guys want to – what do you guys want to do? Do you want to do a little fourth and good wrong? Start? Yeah, we
2: can do that. Can do a little fourth and wrong. <laughs> we can't do... Yeah. Yeah, right? We can do that. Yeah, I I didn't, free bird. Um, we do... What's that? They're all over the internet as of right now. So I switched I, mine. You did. everyone had LSU. So I said Georgia 30 to 28. I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> that, so this is like the first time I told him, I was like, you can actually call me out for hedging on this one. Because if, if you guys win, I'm going to rub it in all your faces that I was right um you're winning no matter what good luck tomorrow it should be yeah yeah, it should be
0: fun uh i I think LSU's going to win twenty eight twenty four
2: there's no way that one team doesn't score thirty points i really? don't i mean what do know. we want to wager on that <laughs> let's get real uh like, you how buy much me a pot um i
0: you don't think one team will score thirty points i I think that we're not giving enough credit to this Georgia defense, which has just been so relentless all year. And I know it's different. I know it's different. I said one team. I know. That's what I'm saying. If there was a team that was going to score 30, everybody thinks it's
2: LSU, right? Is that fair? So what should we bet? What should we bet on this? What should we bet? He has to sing a song on the next podcast. Oh, no. Shave your beard. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Or join the Facebook group. Oh, that's a that's cold. That's cold.
0: My job is not to live on the internet as much as you do. It's that's fair. fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's 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 make a let's make a wager right here right now. I will shave my beard. If Bama wins, if I'm oh, sorry, if Bama I'm wins yes, i I'll shave my
2: beard. If Bama wins yep. the Capital One Bowl. Yeah. Uh, he's got to sleep outside. No, no, no! Come on! All right, yes, yeah, you have to shave your beard. Is that what? What are you guys? All right, guys?
0: so so let's let's say is is Georgia wins, I shave my beard, right? Yeah. And if LSU wins, I'll give you ten dollars.
2: <laughs> no, that's no, not. That's, a, that's not even good odds. Okay, okay let's. F*** so. ah, You. No. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> we said no more cussing, but that was the, you know that's my yeah. Bad. Ooh, Jesus
0: how about that? How about Marler has to sing a Jimmy Buffett song on the next pod if LSU wins yeah.
2: this game? Is that fair? That's a fair okay. bet? The whole thing? Uh, you you guys it. are going to hate how much better I sound than him because he has no talent, so we could do that. Bing uh, I Bing Crosby. I don't, so hold on. Bing Crosby James is O'Quinn. a James I'm glad legend. you're here. If, you guys, if you're not in the Facebook group, congratulations on having lives and, and doing other things. Um all jokes aside, so I made a joke about Bing Crosby, and I stand by this. And it's not just Bing Crosby, it's Louis Armstrong, it's G- uh, Dean Martin. Wow. As uh, blue. Yeah,
0: same thing, guys.
2: Same thing.
0: <laughs> that was the worst Bing Crosby I've ever that heard. That was
2: Louis Armstrong, you idiot. <laughs> I know, but you said it's the same thing. You said it's not the See? same thing. Oh, here, we oh, go. here we go. Now, oh, now you've lost something, James. That's not down good. down the awkward end of the seat. Um, I've never seen someone get so upset about Bing Crosby. That's, like, still living. How, how yeah, he's you know an icon. He's in the icon. 40s, right? What's your favorite I Love Lucy episode? Chocolate, 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 chocolate. The chocolate one. Yeah, that yeah, is classic. Right. That all, is classy. A lot of you had answers for that, which I didn't expect. That is the uh, only scene I can name from I Love Lucy. Can't prepare that. All right, yeah. so, so what do I do? i to sing a Jimmy Buffett song? Yeah, okay. Your bet is if you win, you get to take a trimmer, one movement. Oh, no. Yeah. No way. Like a Nike sign?
0: Shaving the beard is no, that bad. No, see, yeah, As a bad. full-time beard guy, and you I look like a full-time beard guy, is that fair? Uh, no, that's too bad. Do you not trust your team? Oh, my team? My team?
2: They're your team, Connor, say it! Oh my goodness. One team you pick one week, make a Facebook picture one week. Yeah, that's good. And I'll give you $10. Oh, man. That's all right. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. So, I, the, I, okay. The shade
0: Sorry. beard. The shade yeah, beard. That's good. I can't do the one thing. I got a wife. She, she won't even look How at me this? all week. I'll
2: tell the Shreveport story if, if. Oh.
0: That's good. Let's, okay. Scrap and Jimmy Buffett. We're just going beard versus Shreveport. I don't
2: think anybody in the Shreveport PD listens to our podcast. I hope not. <laughs> Cause they would have already come and, and got me. And I if guess, they do, but, I'm going to need a new host. We'll just yeah, say that. That would be bad. Um, yeah, we could do that.
0: That's fine. All right Okay. That's on. we got a rooting interest tomorrow, officially. <laughs> uh, all
2: right, so we, we're going to open up, I guess, for, for questions and answers? Or? So
0: for those of you who don't listen to the podcast, we do fourth and wrong at the end of every episode that we do in the middle of the week. It's a chance to ask us non-football-related questions. It feels really weird for me to explain
2: this and not you. You always explain oh, yeah. this. So what we do, if you don't listen to the podcast... Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so like your, your you know, non-football-related questions or advice, that last word loosely you don't need advice from me yeah you don't i'll want say that, that. Yeah. um and the football stuff let's let's just you know call it what it is if i if i'm right you're not gonna tell me i am anyway so uh
0: we had the football experts up here earlier that's yeah you know,
2: hard to follow that yeah. should have done this
0: yeah we we made we real, made everybody realize that we are not at their level yet. yeah well
2: you have to say it out loud because i think they already realized it but i mean yeah all right you. well thank you that, thank that you. was like if like i don't know what boy band peter burns brought up goodness but this is like if they close for in sync yeah. Because we actually have a choreographed thing we're going to do. Um, lights, hit it. Five, six. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so we could, we're going to do fourth and wrong. We're also just, you know, take your questions. So yeah. you guys go ahead. Lights, football. Be silent. We can it sit can be here anything. awkwardly, and I'll breathe into this microphone.
0: Anybody has any questions?
2: Not Wes. Not him. Oh. I'm, I'm kidding. No, go well, ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. No, grab, grab him.
0: And then That yeah. is the best shirt and ever, by the way. Hold your hand up for that. Very we'll, nice. We'll,
2: we'll, we'll get around to you.
0: All right. So as you all know, I'm Wes now. Um, our beloved Cubs, Cubs fan. What the? Yep. What do you think about Chris Bryant
2: being on the trading block?
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) You
2: said non-football.
0: Yep. He did say non-football. I want
2: football now. We'll add that in.
0: (laughs) I love Chris Bryant so much, and if he he is wearing a K,
2: and if it doesn't
0: matter, he's he's allowed to. That's fine. That's fine. He, if you hit home runs the way that he does, he can spell it with a K. All right. It did. It did. In the past. Chris Bryant, San Diego legend. I need him to stay with the Cubs. If he leaves, he's going to go to the Cardinals, and I'm going to cry very, very violent tears every day. And I can't have that in my life. So anyone, Chris Bryant
2: takes. There, there we go. If anyone has a question Hopefully that not. won't make us lose the audience more than we already have. I'm, sorry, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's fair. Who, who else? Anyone know with the Mariners? <laughs> what, are the, what are the Expos up to these days? Ooh. That's right, yeah. There we go. <laughs> you idiot. <That's> not bad. <laughs> oh, God. It won't be about Bing Crosby. It won't be. Sing about it, sing it, it, be. Sing it about, like, in the same way that, that Bing Crosby would sing it. I can't imitate such it's a just great talking. voice. It's all it it's is. impossible.
6: Uh, so mine is kind of football-related. Well, it is football-related. But you say, Chris, that you don't hate Georgia, which I believe you. I believe you. But I know your favorite Bama game was the, what did you say, 2015 when Black they came to Georgia? Said, that was fun.
2: That was fun. That's my favorite football day ever. Okay. Yeah.
6: Football. Well, I so if you grew up watching and going to Georgia games, do you have a favorite Georgia game? Maybe that you were went to or just have seen.
2: Yeah, I man. It's, it's it's awkward to talk about, and I don't really. I mean, it's fine. You guys know me well enough. Um, so there's no way to say this without sounding like white trash. But my first stepdad was a Georgia fan, and so we would go to games. And like I grew up a Bama fan, and it's you know that's that's. So but I grew up around Athens. We lived like an hour away. My mom's here, so that's good. Um, Shout out Patty <laughs> Sue, by the way. We have not given Patty Sue yeah, enough love Yeah, you're going to get a Patty pursuit, Sue is yeah. in the building. Um, so we would go to games and stuff like that. And I just remember, like to be totally honest, I remember waking I up. Santa's phone number. Mom not oh, now. Oh, she went there. She doesn't listen to the pod. We referenced that this week. So she has no idea that. that we referenced that. Yeah. Can I go back to the show and try to be my career now? Thank you. Um, wait wait till the next time you're in the pulpit, and like during your sermon. Oh my God. Um, no, so I, I just remember waking up and like, like having like a cold thing, like pressing my face to this giant Georgia G, and I was like, this sucks. Like, and I feel like every game we went to, it was like 18 to 17. It was like a Big Ten score every single time. It was hot as in Athens all the time. It still is. It still is. It's not as bad as Columbia, but still. I mean, so I mean, I remember going to stuff like I met Vin Stuli. I didn't know it was Vin Stuli, and he was holding uh, like a chainsaw in this picture we took together yep. or something weird. <laughs> Listen to the words I'm saying, and, you, and then, like, understand why I don't necessarily like Georgia. Um, I will say, I went to, I've been to a lot of Georgia games, and, and Sanford Stadium is, is one of my favorite stadiums. Athens is my favorite city in, in the SEC in the country, probably. It's, it's fantastic. He does say that a lot. Favorite game where they won? The LSU game in 2013. It's just, there's something about, like, there's, there's something about, and I'm, this is going to sound like I have chills, and I'm, and I'm the one talking, which is a problem, I think, um, when, like, at, like, dusk, or, like, the sunset hour, this is, or golden hour, what's it called? Yeah. Like, there's just, Athens is so pretty. It's just such a pretty setting. I, I love it. And that game especially was, like, 45 to 41, just back and forth. They won, so I can bring it up. Um, that was a great game. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, so get off me, guys. Uh, who's next? No Auburn fans, hopefully?
6: So I am hearing that, Mike Bobo is currently in Colombia. Oh
2: boy, get up! The country?
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they call that Colombia.
6: Colombia, uh, yeah, Missouri. How yeah. do you feel about it? What do you think, Mike Ooh, Bobo? Too.
0: Oh, okay, I mean, first, wait—are we talking South Carolina? Or are we talking Mizzou? Really? Yeah,
2: Mizzou. Okay, Mizzou. It's All not right. Mizzou. It's right. It's 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 Colu- it's Missouri? Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, so. <laughs> Before, before we answer, I want to know from Georgia fans. I say this jokingly, but I remember this vividly. I feel like every single Saturday was ear Earmuffet Mom. Was in, uh, every Georgia fan I knew would be like, God, Bobo, GD and Bobo every single game. Yeah. Do you guys want him back? No. no. That was... No. Conflicted. Yeah, I mean, so... It's, it's one of those things I think also where it's like, you know, I mean, it's weird to talk about because Georgia's at like the peak, not the peak necessarily, but they are like ascending to like the peak of, of their program and being elite every single year. And I think nowadays in college football in general and just the way people are, it's everything's like, what have you done for me lately? Everyone wants a Joe Brady, right? Everyone's Georgia needs a Joe Brady. The, Joe Brady's one that. person hey you know what, what Joe, Brady, another Joe Brady Joe Brady
0: is my age maybe I'm Joe Brady Maybe no, you're I'm not Joe Brady we don't Definitely know not. we don't know
2: <laughs> but I mean like for real like it's it's, it's hard it's tough in go. the SEC because you you guys compare yourselves or every every team compares themselves to the top team right or, or like like the elite teams and it's hard to keep up with some of those those programs and especially with those those numbers they put up every year the defense is the best defense in the country I mean hands down I oh, think it's right, cool um
0: I don't know what that has to do with Bobo, but all right, that's fine. It does. it I, I agree with creator. you. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I, I would be in favor of, of Bobo coming back to the SEC just based on that reaction alone. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need McIlwain back in the SEC, Kiffin back in the SEC. I didn't say where. Kiffin's, yeah. is, is Kiffin, is th- that's going to happen. It's gonna is ha- it official, though? Yeah. Officially official?
2: Ashley, we got confirmation? Official?
0: Not yet. What's that inside
2: out? joke no <laughs> <to find out>. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the only way they could announce that like I think Kiffin would do it too because he doesn't I mean he doesn't oh, care Kiffin in Oxford <sighs> <sighs> yeah right yeah. yikes man
0: yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> oh, right yeah, um, yeah that's gonna be sure. a really tough one
0: we, we just got an upgrade we just got an upgrade what are you saying we no like we as human beings that get to watch Lane Kiffin back from I don't the think SSC. anyone's ever said that we, um, wait, hold on, <laughs> real quick. Speaking of Ole Miss, have we given proper a proper uh, laying to rest to the Matt Luke imitation?
2: Oh, man. What I hate to bring
0: everybody game. down. I know, I know. but hey, you like... It's Matt Luke.
2: <laughs> he, I mean, like, he had, he had everything in front of him. He had everything in front of him, guys. All his goals. All his goals still right there in front of him. He loved Ole Miss. He loved Ole, he Ole, Miss. Loved Ole Miss. God dang. Hotty toddy, man. That, that, you know, honestly, the only way that Bama lost Auburn could have been worse was if the one good impression that I can do, Matt Luke, got fired the next day. And he did. He got fired on Sunday. It was the worst. I, I, I thought he should have fired him either.
0: It was a rough weekend for yeah. you. We survived it, though. Hey, well, maybe somebody's going to come to the SEC, and we'll be able to do a new imitation. I get a Lane
2: Kiffin impression for, like, my entire 20s. I don't, we don't need that again. Okay. Um, Different modeler. All right, next question. <laughs> yeah. This side. Oh, God.
6: So I don't mean to bore everybody with the Ole Miss question, but I figured since you guys are already talking about it. Fire away. Um, so one of my earliest memories of Ole Miss is when Coach O was there. And sorry, I had to t- take a dig at LSU because <laughs> Coach O was not very good at Ole Miss, to say the least. Um, so how do we know Lane Kiffin, the fact that he was at Tennessee and he jumped ship as fast as he could? If Lane were to go to Ole Miss – how do we know he's not going to do the same thing?
2: Oh, he would. Do we, do we know that?
6: <laughs> he was calling recruits
2: inside the offices and using Tennessee's phones to do it. Like, it was, like, as he was leaving, after he, like, got him to commit, he was like, by the way, we're leaving. Who's coming with us? You boys like Mexico? <laughs> Mexico? It was crazy. I mean, it was like, so maybe he's learned and, and, and become wiser in his years.
0: Ah, the stories will be written though. That that's what I think will happen if Lane comes back to the SEC. And you know th- these stories have already been written about him at FAU. It's Lane has learned this, and he's you know learned from his mistakes and getting left out at the tarmac and how humiliating that was. Who's been left out on a tarmac before? You learn from that, right? Am I right? All right, nobody. That's, the worst. that's fine. Um, but I th- I think that those stories will be written. That narrative will be spun, and then quickly it's going to come out like, all right, Lane's doing this. Lane's doing this. I, I like to think that you know, people can change. I don't know until we see him in this position. Maybe Lane doesn't even know because when you're down there at Boca, like, you just sit on a boat all day. And, and he's out of the spotlight. Exactly, exactly. And he's going to be back into it. I, I, I'm in favor of Lane coming back to the SEC. I really upset a lot of Arkansas fans by saying that he wasn't really going to go there. So might have to clap I mean, back at them what's for weird that.
2: Too, like, the thing with like, Lane Kiffin now, and you brought this up a couple weeks ago, is that we celebrate how ridiculous he is. Like, and I mean, so I don't know how how much he's going to be able to do that. Like, in Tuscaloosa, he was out of control. Just out of control. Allegedly. Definitely. (laughs) Out of control. Pictures on the internet, like, I mean, but... Photoshop. I I don't know. I don't think he'll do stuff like that because Oxford's not that big of a town. You know what I mean? Like, it's... And if you you get into a bar, you got to wait like an hour and a half to get in there anyway. So, I don't know. I mean, I just... It's weird now because he'll do stuff... I don't think he's going to be doing the same kind of things he was getting in trouble for necessarily, but he gets away with a lot more stuff because it's Lane Kiffin.
0: We're going to get Lane versus Saban every year. Jesus Christ. (sighs)
2: All right, let's go to this question that I'm really scared for. Somebody I went to college with.
3: Oh God. All right. I got two things.
2: Oh God.
4: Had Justin Fields stayed. Great question. Would he have overtaken Jake Fromm as quarterback this year? And then if uh, Chris Marlowe had twenty dollars,
2: I have twenty dollars now, man. If, <laughs> I mean, back in college, back around. in college, how would you have spent that at
4: Golden Pantry?
0: <laughs> you answer that first. Yeah, you. That you, needs you to be good Golden
2: Pantry. Um, so I, I wish that you had asked this earlier because one of my friends here, Grant Hall, he's gone now. I'll, I'll answer the Golden Pantry question first. Does anybody like? Does anybody have Golden Pantry in the college town they went to, or like like just late night food, right? So the last night I was in Milledgeville, Georgia, my last night of my sixth year of college. Sick brag. I went out to celebrate again. And my buddy Grant was in the back. Um, we went to Golden Pantry. And I just remember I spent $53 on gas station food. And all I remember was the guy behind me was, like, really excited about getting okra. Like, he was, like, in line for Thanksgiving with his family. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know who you are. And I just, for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? Give me all the okra. <laughs> and, like, there's no container for all the okra at a gas station. So they're filling it up into several cups, and I'm just watching. I'm like, yeah, you see this? Power move. I'm going to be in debt for years. Like, I, there's nothing, I mean, um, so if I had $20, yeah, I would definitely go two spicy chicken biscuits and all the okra. Um, and I would just steal a Dr. Pepper. That's what, I mean, yeah, there you go. Uh, what was the first question again? Oh, Wait, wait, real feels- quick,
0: real quick. You you said a few weeks ago when you were at the Orlando Airport Chili's Stairway Ooh. to Heaven Chili's shout out to anybody who knows that reference, um, it's magical you need to see it. You said that you spent eighty one dollars at that Chili's eating no, that by was, yourself.
2: That was that was the bachelor party. That was the bachelor party. Chili's. Okay, yeah. all right, I'm crossing. The I'm fall out, man. I've won a lot of money in Vegas. It was fun. Yeah, it's like I mean, it, it, airports. I love airports. I spend a lot of money at an airport. I don't know why. I mean, so I have like so many Sudoku books that I've I've never completed or even opened. Um, Anyway, Georgia the question. Justin Fields question—the yes. actual important question. Yep. I us stop bragging and flexing on everybody over here. Um, I, I don't. It's weird because you—you want to. I hate the argument between the two, like because he's—they've both done really well where they're at, um, but at the same time, like Fromm has really fallen off. He's really fallen off, and ever since the Florida game, especially when the competition you would think is getting a little bit easier outside of Auburn, it's just kept going downhill. So we saw it last year. He, like, look, there it is. Kirby brought him in several times in that game. So I don't know if you, I mean, I don't think it's out of the question. I think that
0: it's, 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 say it again. It's the Big Ten. It's partially that. I think it's partially that. I think that. I think part of it is, yeah, the, the system, the wideouts, what he's playing with. I do not – to answer that question, like, I don't think Justin Fields will be doing what he's doing at Ohio State right now if he's yeah. still at Georgia. I think everybody can kind of agree on that. The, the, the circumstances around him, you look at what he has at Ohio State, J.K. Dobbins in the backfield, Chris Olave, like, these guys that are studs all around him, and Ryan Day, more importantly, engineering the offense. I think that matters a lot. And Yeah, competition is what it is. But I think that Justin Fields, the moment that he was never going to start at Georgia was the second half of that Florida game. And if you go back to what Jake Fromm did coming off of the LSU loss where everybody's throwing him under the bus and they're saying, Jake Fromm's not going to be the guy. We want to see Justin Fields. And then Jake Fromm, he responded in that moment. And that was the defining moment of his career, in my opinion. And if he doesn't I, – I guess it was at the end of the first half where he just threw like 80 billion passes to Isaac Nada. If he doesn't do that, I think we're, we're having a different conversation about Justin Fields right now. I don't know if he ever leaves. But – There was only so much that he was going to be able to do on a practice field or on fourth and 11 fake punts. Sorry, I'm sorry. The
2: thing is, though, one thing about Jake Fromm, I will say this because we we hate on him enough on the podcast every once in a while, but he's got 21 touchdowns, three interceptions. George is 11 and 1. Let's just enjoy the moment a little bit. That's a great question. question. Um, I don't think that's in question anymore. I don't think. But is he okay? So the Sereno
0: that we laid out three weeks ago. For those of you who did not hear this. I don't think I heard it. I, I like wrote out a little script. It was, a, it was like a mini-series. It was pretty good. Um, he was in the QB1 thing, so I guess that plays. Okay. So Jake Fromm, at the end of the year, is going to walk into Kirby's office. And he's going to oh, be to okay. ag- after three days of hunting, obviously, um, hopefully no hunting-related, inju- hunting-related injuries. We don't want that. Um, he's going to walk into Kirby's office. He's going to say, I saw Joe Brady in the SEC championship. I saw what Joe Burrow just did his senior year. Go get me the next Joe Brady and I'm back. Or but else if you run it back, but if you run it back, I'm gone. And I think that right now, if you're Jake Fromm, why wouldn't you say that? That's that's the card that you can play. And if he does come back, the the preseason hype about Georgia being, you know, a top three team, all that stuff, it's
2: there. Yeah. Does that have that
0: leverage? I think I think Jake Fromm has leverage. I, I think Kirby loves him. I think Kirby absolutely loves him. He has defended him at every single Yeah, yeah. he has defended him at every single point. And oh, like Jake's a great quarterback.
2: He's our quarterback.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. There's not anybody behind him. Right. The fourth. The Setson
0: Bennett, the fourth. We mustn't forget yeah, that. It's right. going to be fourth. a DUI lawyer
2: one day. There's Let's read other from from. And Yeah. Another question. Anything from Florida or over here? Yeah. Jay Woody,
0: we'll kick it back to you. Don't worry. I was going to get
2: it football. Oh, yeah. That's right. Good point. <laughs>
0: So I was just going to say, so Marler and I
4: today explored this ridiculous 13 uh, panel committee that is going into this room and supposedly studying football better than anyone else in the country. And we were surprised to see there's a lady who's a professor at Arizona State, and there's like some random Navy commander on the committee. In your opinion, who would be the most random person you would put on the college football playoff committee?
0: Condoleezza Rice? Oh, that already happened. Um, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of random people. The guy from Sugar Ray? Mark McGrath? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd be really good. I don't know. Most random person. Now I'm just trying to think of the most random person possible. Um, Let's see. Stop. What about Bobo? <laughs> He's unemployed right now. He could do it. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know.
0: Queso. queso. Queso would do it. Yep. God, he'd be so good at it.
2: Guy 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 Fieri is the yes. answer. Yes. Who said that first? That's the best answer of the entire. Yes, absolutely. Like boom, Ohio State won. Debates would Emerald come up. He'd be like out of bounds. Good oh gosh! What? I wish he. Would, like, I would rather watch him talk though instead of Rob Mullins. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So wearing like a giant oversized bowling right. shirt for no reason.
0: Let's start. Let's start the movement right here, right now. Guy yeah. Guy Fieri to uh, stop
2: saying it like that. That's how he <laughs> pronounces it. All right, it. non-football related question. Yeah. Non-football, Jay Woody. Yeah, we can't hear you otherwise.
0: We got an organ. By the thing? way, Jay Woody right here. If you guys are in the Facebook group, this guy does a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. Round of applause for Jay Woody. Man, the myth, the legend. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh,
4: I'm trying to get off of a football, so let's go with uh, your last meal. You've been sentenced to death, and your mom is going to cook your last meal. What does she cook I eat?
2: hope not. <laughs> I'm wow. just saying, I'm going to Uber Eats. I'm going to Uber Eats that meal, Mom. There's five-star chefs all over the world. She's in the room. <laughs> But I mean, you're you're a great cook. I don't. I just. My know, there's goodness. other great cooks. Wow. Come in for last rites. I don't. What's going on right now? I don't. Somebody's not going to Flavor Town. You guys want your mom's cooking your last meal? Yes. No, no. Shut up! you Don't. Yes. Absolutely. Mom, will you overcook me a steak in a pan? Wow. You didn't do that. You didn't. <laughs> this is. You're in prison. I had to cook it in there. No.
0: All right. I wish I didn't say any of this. My bad. That was that was terrible. My mom's spaghetti. My mom's spaghetti is on point. I, I would have up. that La- last meal. I would eat uh, an entire loaf of garlic bread as well. Um, yeah, we're going out with uh, thirds and fourths on that one. Golden
2: pantry. <laughs> all all the okra. All, all the okra. <laughs> probably fried chicken. I think I just eat a whole. I mean. Honestly, I, I'd not try to plug a sponsor, but I would probably just douse a bunch of fried chicken in Texas Pete and just—that's oh, the,
0: that's the first Texas Pete reference. <laughs> and wipe it on the guard. We're at just, we're at nine twenty-three, and it took us that long to reference I Texas some Pete. I got in my pocket. Wow, sorry. Um,
2: we got we got time for a couple. We have like seven more minutes. We got time for a couple more. Everybody else, mom, do you want to talk? <laughs> I, <laughs> She's got everything she could ever need in that answer right there.
0: Got a Man, up. <laughs> savage.
3: So, Chris, earlier you said that your only good impression was Mad Luke. Oh, God. And I respectively, <laughs> respectively disagree.
0: So you can do either all of them or one of them. Nope. But I think the
3: people want to hear either Tombo Dead from Motel 6, <laughs> Brad Garrett, or what's his name from that Anaconda movie, uh, Angelina
2: Jolie's you know Dad. So all the impressions here, Brian. I don't so I Brian, even know those. Brian's one of my best friends, and I used to come to a comedy when I was not good at it. Um, even worse, is what I should have said. Uh, you know what? Back to the, the Dean Martin thing, right? Or is that is that what we're talking about? Bing Crosby, same person. Um, Goodness. I just like. Who, oh, there we I, go. What do he say? There it is. Okay, boomer. There it is. <laughs> um, okay, I, I will say that I don't. I, I'm Tom Odette. <laughs> oh, we'll leave the light on for you. Such a good joke in 2011. We couldn't afford real hotels. <laughs> Um I'm not gonna do the brag here. That's good. I appreciate that though. Yeah. Don't want Matt Luke. Oh Matt Luke. <laughs> All right, another question, not an impression. Unless it's share.
0: If I could turn back to I got a question for you guys. Um Connor, you wrote that L S U probably has a loss to give this week, and I agree that you know, win or lose they deserve to be in the playoff. Do you guys think Ohio State and or Clemson have a loss to give? Whoa. That's a good question. I think Ohio State does. I think Ohio State at this point, based on everything the selection committee has told us about their their eye test and being able to, to blow out teams repeatedly, I think that that's going to benefit them if they were to fall to Wisconsin. I don't necessarily believe in the conspiracy theory that Wisconsin was moved up to number eight to prop up Ohio State. I think what the selection committee has been saying all along is, hey, we value the way that they have been super dominant against everybody. They have done everything that we've asked except play a power five non-conference opponent. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I, I think Ohio State would be in with a loss, theoretically. Clemson, though. Do, okay, so just before we say Crap, this. Crap, man. I, Dabo's going to take everything we say and use it as bullets board here, material. He's here, guaranteed. Yeah. He's
2: like in the rafters listening to whatever we say.
0: So we got to remember that before we you say got anything. Chris Baller down here saying we don't oh, deserve to be that's... in it. I, I, I don't think Clemson. Consider this. If, I, yeah. True. Hey, congratulations, Clemson. If Clemson were to lose this weekend – We'd be talking about a team that has zero wins against the current top 25. Without a conference championship, that's sitting there with one loss. Tell me any other scenario in which that team makes sense to get in. The zero wins against current top 25 teams. But zero wins against current top 25 teams. Yeah.
2: Hey, I I would not. Oh, I heard that earlier too. I heard that, yeah. Sir, you guys have not beaten Alabama since 2007. Oh. (laughs) I
0: love you though. That it's a very interesting question though, and I I don't think we're gonna get to see it because I think Clemson's gonna you know win by a thousand. But
2: I think I think my biggest fear for this season besides what's already happened, um, I was gonna say how can it get worse? Yeah, is uh and I was just kidding by the way about that. That was I, I think I think Clemson I think Georgia's better than Clemson. They they have a better resume. They have a better like they have a better quality win and another one and another one and another one. Um, I have this big fear that Clemson has gotten to like they've just coasted through this ACC schedule. And what people don't get like outside the SEC because at the end of the year we have losses, right? Like you all play each other. Like this is different more than like more than ever is four of the top five teams that are ranked in the top twelve. They all played each other. Bama lucked out and didn't have to play everybody. But like, well, they did. They lost those two games. That's also that hurt. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like so you have so many common opponents. But like the SEC is is not just top heavy this year, I think. But the ACC is so weak this year. This I mean. Mainly yeah, every, every, year. every year, yeah. yeah. But this yeah. year especially, this year especially, I mean, I just, they're so well-rested. They have no injuries. They have no major injuries, and they've just been boat racing everyone. And no one watches it because no one owns the ACC network, and no one wants to watch Wake Forest do anything. So I, I have a bad feeling they're going to win it all. I, ooh, you've been saying that for a few weeks now.
6: Yeah. Out round
0: one. Out round, wow. They played the a real team. They did yeah. They won't beat you. Yeah. Wofford's eight and three, bro. Uh, Dabo probably totally propped them up too. He's like, "That's a quality win right there." Oh, I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it, Dabo. That was really bad. That was.
6: They yeah, did almost fish, just I mean, UNC. Yeah, both,
0: yeah, the UNC. People forget that. Yeah, if the Peach Bowl, hey, if the Peach Bowl is LSU and Clemson, there are going to be a lot of happy people in this area. I'm not saying Georgia fans. I'm not saying that's definitely going to happen. Can we think about this scenario but too? Yeah. Real quick, if Georgia wins tomorrow, I'm saying I'm just all saying it. All the talk we've been doing is, is over. Okay, I'm. I'm just saying, if Georgia wins tomorrow, you realize that Georgia's going to be bumped up to that three spot. Yeah. LSU would be at four, in my opinion, or Clemson. Eh, yeah, probably. Okay, that's fair. But I think we would get LSU, Ohio State in the first round.
2: Oh yeah, they would want to do that. Yeah, you know, that's like, good. Like and again, Georgia still controls their own destiny. Like, how good of a feeling is it to know that like you could ruin like everyone's life tomorrow, yeah. everyone. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all plus you you get it. Up. You were like. How I mean, how exciting is it to be like I control everyone? You have the detonator button just sitting there, yeah. right there. All you got to do is push it. James Coley's not going to push it, but oh. I mean, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But that, I mean, like and again, that speaks volumes to what Kirby's doing because they're in that position to do it once again. So James, James Coley, Coley Flex game. James Coley Flex game. There we go. We have time for one more, and then I'm going to say some stuff and cry. Okay, it better be. Oh, the conspiracy theory. I love a good we conspiracy theory. We didn't land on the theory. Moon.
6: Uh, I'm Marcus. Um, What's up? My lovely girlfriend converted me from a born and raised right next to Mizzou in Missouri to yeah. Georgia three years You're ago. You're welcome. <laughs> right. Now, That's the to, biggest applause all night. That's great. To my Cubs fan over here, she had to give up the Braves oh. for the Cardinals. Oh, oh. so it was a good move on both parts. Take his mic. So, my first year, my first year as a Georgia fan, I was blessed to go to the Rose Bowl, and we went to the national championship, and. I learned more about SEC football than I ever have, which right. I agree with everything you guys say in the SEC growing up in the Midwest from Big 12. Like, that year that LSU won was at 07, Mizzou played KU and they were undefeated at 12 yeah. 0 that's where game we, day we was. We had a huge party, right? And then LSU or the other teams, they're just so much better. It's unreal. Right. So, long story short, I, we're at the national championship and I learned about, more about this Alabama team and this coach Nick Saban that is losing on. and then magically waves a wand in his back pocket's got this NFL quarterback to come in at halftime and just smoke us. And it's something that he always has as this next level. And I I feel my conspiracy theory this year is Kirby knew this year he's gotta go more Sabin. Like what can T-pass? I fl- what can I fly under the radar that no one's gonna see coming? And I, I think and Aside from South Carolina, the amount of offense they've given all year long is enough.
2: Minimal, yeah. Just
6: enough, and I we, we go to a lot of the games, and I notice even on the sidelines when Fromm is throwing to that little bitty manager guy, he's, he's not hitting him in the right. hands. He's, like, jumping for the <laughs> ball, or he's sitting here, it's like... I have this weird feeling like Fromm is sandbagging a little bit. Wow. You think this whole season's been a fake, huh? I'm not talking about like – What a great I think Bama did the same thing, man. I'm not talking about like he's he's so good that yeah. he can do it all the time. But I think they do it, they do it, and then – And it went too went. far against South Carolina. And they, he yeah. had it for Florida. Had to throw the he picks. He had it for Florida. Auburn, he didn't need that much. Auburn didn't score to the – Auburn outgained
2: quarter. Georgia and, and – Bo Nix threw for more yards than Jake Fromm. I, I'm here I, for I this. He doesn't need I it. didn't say he did it. I just said like-
6: It's like eliminate South Carolina. I don't know what happened there, but, like, man, they have enough offense yeah. in every game. Do you have and this I, take I trademarked? I think yeah. tomorrow Georgia will score over 30 yes. points. Okay. Yeah, so never.
0: is this take trademarked? Like, can we use it, piggyback, just throw it around? You can, I don't Marler want to can it. have whatever he wants. <laughs> he can have – all right. Thank you. What a great way to go out! I love a good conspiracy I, theory. That was tremendous. Thank you. Wow. I,
2: I will say this: I thought I I look at stats and stuff like that all the time, and, and I can talk myself into a lot of things. Um, I thought going to the Bama LSU game, I was like, they we're gonna win this game, and I remember saying it out loud, and I was like, nope, that's not gonna happen. Um, and then you picked LSU. It's just I did, yeah. Like I just, but I was trying to convince myself, and I, I just. I think a lot of times, especially because of, of just the, the way we are, like we, we get kind of like prisoners of the moment and, and we get sucked in, like, this seems great. Like, the way Ohio State was, when like, they, they got vaunted to greatness this season when they were playing the weakest part of their schedule. As somebody that had to watch uh, LSU against my favorite team firsthand, they're, they're just different. Not on defense at all, but on offense, they, they really are. And, and with, with, I think the, the mindset and the, the kind of killer instinct that Coach O has. Because I don't think he's scared of anything, like at all, ever. Nothing, nothing. He's literally, in, nothing. Like indestructible. Um, yeah, it's, it, uh, probably so. Like big spooning him. Yes, without a doubt. I, I just I, I worry that if they get behind by even ten points, how they're going to be able to come back, and, and like the mindset of it. Yeah, I mean, that, I would I would love to see. It. I want to see a good game tomorrow. So if so if Georgia, yeah, that's the other thing that scares me. If Georgia scores
0: thirty points. In this game, and I end up having to shave my beard. Um, so we're basically going to get on board with this. Jake Fromm just been sandbagging the whole year, just ruining his millions. Say it so he can hear it. Kevin, uh, so I'm him sorry to sit this van.
2: Everybody's in on it. I think there's definitely games where you you have like a a, a bad win. Uh, we talked about this before, Gordy. Is is that where you you seem so heated right now? Um, <laughs> but like where where you like you want you want like a Late laps, so you have something to work on. I don't know if they've been doing it for a whole season because y'all have been pretty vocal about how unhappy you've been. So I don't know. Hey, I'm here for it. I'm here yeah. for any conspiracy
0: theory. I'll listen They're to it. They're
2: going to come out and tomorrow. score like 50 tomorrow? That, what, I mean, that would be.
0: It. <laughs> if they score 50, we're going to circle back to this and be like, yeah. Same oh, as tech. It.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's a good one to close right. on. Yeah, that was good. That could be. God, what if you're like Nostradamus and that just happens tomorrow? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, do want to say a few things before we, we uh get out of here. And, and that is. So we joke around a lot, um, and, and thank you guys so much again for coming out. We really appreciate it. it means and, a lot, and, really. You know, but the, from the bottom of our heart, or at least mine, because I can't speak for Connor, but um, it, this season has been so great. We've got to make, like, just a lot of incredible memories. Candler like, letting us go to you know, the, the suite at the Georgia game. That was awesome. That's the only way I would have gotten through that loss. So thank yes. you for that. Um, we spent time in Baton Rouge and, and got to go tailgating, in, which is unreal. No offense, Caleb. That was like, the highlight of my season. That was cool. You guys drink like, on the level I want to drink at um sorry mom but no we, we've got to have some pretty incredible experiences with this job but this season especially it's been a lot of fun to like not just like grow the the audience um but like have like more relationships you know and feel like we're having like more you know connection with you guys so we really really appreciate all the support and all that kind of stuff and allowing me to not be just a single dedicate queso. Yes. So most important. Or try, a, a comedy for a living. That's that not yeah. good. So, But we, we couldn't do any of
0: this w- without you all. I mean, seriously, it, means, it just means everything to us that you guys were willing to take time out of your Friday night to be able to, to spend it with us. And the fact that there are so many people so involved in the Facebook group and all that and interact with us on social media. We love being able to do that. And it just it makes our season that much better. Some of you. I, most of you. <laughs> i I say it all the time you know i like i I always make the joke i don't have a team but i feel like getting to interact with with everybody has been kind of like you know i feel like i get to win on every every given saturday it's been a lot of fun and we're so grateful that we get to do this yeah so thank
2: you very
0: much thank you everybody